Reveal, O God, your wonder to our eyes. Open our hearts to Christ's love. Disperse from our minds any darkness and fill our lives with your light. Protect us, O God, from thoughts without action. Guard us from words without life. Grant us wisdom to walk in your ways and open us always to the guiding of your Spirit. Amen. Expectations are a curious thing, aren't they? Sometimes we may expect too much. Other times, not enough. Sometimes our expectations can get in the way of our experience of life. And sometimes, every once in a great while, our inadequate expectations invite us for something that we really could never have anticipated in the first place. Now, Nathaniel experiences just such a moment in the Gospel of John. His friend Philip is from the town of Bethsaida, the same city that the disciples Andrew and Peter are from. Now, a little aside, Bethsaida means fishing. If you know another story in Scripture about fishermen who Jesus calls to fish for disciples, then you know where part of this story is going. And if you don't recall it, well, we'll hear that story next week. But for now, it's enough of a suggestion to think that Philip might be living into his calling in this moment. Sorry for the digression, but it's just too interesting not to share. So Philip invites his friend Nathaniel. Come on, Nathan. We have met the one spoken of by the prophets. Come. But we learn something's not quite right here. This one, this Jesus, is from Nazareth. Nazareth? Can anything good come from Nazareth, Nathan says? Now, the hanging silence of this skepticism is one of my favorite parts of this story. I could just see Philip giving his friend a look. You know, one of those looks that a friend gives when you're being just a bit too much? You know, the one with the eyebrow raised and the piercing eyes in the corner of the mouth that kind of stretches out. It may even come with some words like, well, bless his heart. Yeah, that's the kind of look I imagine Philip is giving his friend who's being a bit annoying, a bit difficult, and let's be honest, a bit judgmental. And notice, Philip doesn't defend his invitation. He doesn't mount an argument. He doesn't pull out evidence. He doesn't push back on his friend. No, Philip offers an invitation. Come and see. My friend, just come and see. And Nathan, without argument, goes. On August 28, 1963, 
at the March on Washington, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. embraced an encounter of changing expectations on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. King had prepared a fine speech that was titled, Normalcy Never Again. Today we remember the title of his speech, though, as I Have a Dream, the I Have a Dream speech, and that is because it's not exactly the speech that King prepared. Near the end of his speech, a woman named Mahalia Jackson, a gospel singer, cried out to King, and she said, Tell them about the dream, Martin. It was a come-and-see kind of moment. Reverend King did not push back. He did not say, hey, I have this amazing speech prepared. No, Reverend King went toward the dream. And he wanted others to come too, come and see. He accepted the invitation so that he might offer an invitation. Tell them about the dream, she cried out. And King started to do something he hadn't planned to do. He moved away from his manuscript. He started telling people about the dream. And King said, I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all are created equal. King said, I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit together at table. Jackson says to King, come and see. King says to the people, come and see. And those among the crowds at the March on Washington, they came to hear about civil rights. People came to support civil rights, but this dream, this dream is something more. King offered a vision of justice, of communion. One could hope that of those gathered, that they left with a vision of what equality might look like. And many, I am sure, went home with this dream and said to their neighbors, to their friends, to their family's friends, come and see. Sometimes God calls people out of their oblivious state to see what God is doing in this world. And sometimes God invites us through the relationship with a neighbor Sometimes that invitation, that moment where we see God at work disrupts what we know, what we expect, what we understand. The invitation can bring a person to an encounter with God. An encounter with God is an experience of seeing with new eyes, with new clarity, with a new vision of what the world is and what God wants the world to be. When Nathan discovers who Jesus is and responds with an acclamation of faith, 
Jesus shows the road toward the world that God envisions, and it is much longer, much bigger, much deeper than even this one encounter can offer. You will see greater things than these, Jesus says to Nathan. The invitation to come and see is just the beginning. Greater things await. This is the transformative moment for Nathan. This is the moment that opens all kinds of questions for this one person and us listening in for us too. What does it mean to accept an invitation to come and see? What does it mean to follow Jesus like Philip? What does it mean to be a disciple? If we are to see greater things, then how is one to live in the world? Who then does Jesus call us to be? There are many ways to answer these questions. One significant way to answer is to respond like Nathan to a call to join Christ in the world. I think King knew something about this. On March 12, 1968, Rev. Dr. Martin Luther King gave a speech at Gross Point South High School, or excuse me, it was Gross Point High then. I'm an alumnus, so I remember it as South. But he was at Gross Point High School, and he gave a speech called The Other America. He gave versions of this speech in different places around the country, but the speech was clear, it was direct, it was focused on the issue of racial injustice. Needless to say... His speech was controversial. Reading it again this past week, I can say that it's still heartbreakingly relevant today. In the address, King says, somewhere we must come to see that human progress never rolls in on the wheels of inevitability. It comes through the tireless efforts and the persistent work of dedicated individuals who are willing, willing to be co-workers with God and without this hard work, time itself becomes an ally of the primitive forces of stagnation. And so we must always help time and realize that time is always right to do right. Wow. King knew something about the deep connection between faith and justice. If a person is to see the greater things of God's deepest longing for this world, that God loves so much, if people are to take on the role of being a disciple, then the church and its people must focus and dedicate themselves on being co-workers with God. Now the opportunity for churches to carry on the legacy and work 
of our civil rights leaders like King begins with Philip's profound invitation, something like this, come and see. If the fundamental hold that structural racism has on so much of what we know community of community is to be transformed into beloved community, into beloved communion, then there is still so much work to be done. So much structural racism exists that actively preserves racial inequality. King believed that without poverty, hunger, homelessness, racism, violence, fear, or hatred, that that a world without these things was realistic, was possible, was achievable for communities that are committed to living out God's vision of human equality. King was tapping into this dream that Jesus preached and worked toward, The church, like Nathan, is called to come and see, to discover the ways that God is transforming our own lives, and then to participate in the ways that God is transforming life around us. And between those, we might see greater things than we've ever known. Friends, in Christ, greater things await. So as we pray again and again that the day will come when every tear is dried, every hunger is satisfied, every war is ceased, every fear is silenced, and all people and all people are welcomed, we make that our prayer continuously. And we say to ourselves and to our neighbors, friends, come and see. Come and see. Amen.